On today's show, GM and the UAW are worried about slumping car sales and the impact on jobs. We look at a future when autonomous cars mean we won't need any traffic lights and how the auto industry wants to use data that people generate in their cars. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Uh Uh-oh, here's a story we're going to have to keep a close eye on. The UAW is in talks with General Motors about slumping passenger car sales in the American market and the impact that could have on factories and jobs. So far this year, GM's passenger car sales are down by 93,000 units, a 20% drop. But some sales are falling off a cliff. The Chevy Malibu is down 30%, the Sonic 36, the Impala 44, Spark 49, and the Buick Verano is down 75%. Now not all GM's passenger cars are down. The Camaro is holding its own, the Volt is up 11%, the Cruze up 21, and the Cadillac CT6 is up 170%. Slumping passenger car sales are an industry-wide problem. They are down by 426,000 units so far this year. So if GM and the UAW are already talking about the impact on factories and jobs, that means most other automakers are grappling with this problem too. Well, another day, another chapter in the diesel saga. Reuters reports that the European Commission is investigating whether German automakers colluded in systems they used to clean exhaust emissions. A document from an Audi presentation in 2010 that was seized during a raid on VW mentions a commitment by German carmakers, quote, at management level, to the future adoption of a particular kind of catalytic converter used to reduce exhaust emissions. And earlier this month, prosecutors in Munich arrested an Audi employee on suspicion of fraud and false advertising in connection with the diesel scandal. It is the first arrest in Germany in relation to the cheating. And now comes reports that the auto industry and politicians in Germany have agreed to clean up diesels through software updates. The plan is part of an effort to avoid diesel bans in cities, which is going to cost $2.3 billion. All diesel cars from foreign and domestic brands that meet Euro 5 and 6 standards will be updated. We've already reported on Mercedes recall, and Audi just announced it will recall 850,000 diesel cars as part of the plan as well. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Nissan is going to equip the next generation of LEAF with a system it calls ProPilot Assist. Some thought that this might be Nissan's answer to the Autopilot system that Tesla will offer in its Model 3. But the Nissan system is essentially adaptive cruise control with some limited steering assist. But you have to keep your hands on the steering wheel at all times. It's an SAE Level 2 system. We got the chance to test drive a Nissan Rogue with the system and found it to be quite well developed. But it's not an autonomous system. Elon Musk, in a tweet on Thursday, said he received, quote, verbal government approval to build a New York, Philadelphia, Baltimore to D.C. Hyperloop underground. Well, what does that mean? 
while Musk says it can take passengers from New York to Washington, D.C. in just 29 minutes. But remember, it must reach its goal of 750 miles per hour. You know, imagine it's the year 2080 at a time when only autonomous cars are on the road. Will we even need traffic lights, stop signs, or yield signs? Well, some places in the world already have intersections without them. Take a look at this intersection in Addis Ababa in Ethiopia, where cars ebb and flow, sometimes getting within inches of each other. It may not be safe or efficient, but somehow they make it work. Now let's jump forward in time to glimpse into what autonomous vehicles communicating with one another could do. This edited time-lapse of an intersection is absolutely hilarious to watch because these cars, trucks, cyclists, and pedestrians almost seem oblivious to each other. But even though we can get a good laugh from this, it does point to the way in a day when semaphores and signs will no longer be needed. Coming up next, how automakers can overcome consumer resistance to the collection and monetization of data. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go, and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems. We don't succeed unless you do. The data generated from autonomous and connected cars will be worth a fortune. That's why we're seeing so much activity in this field. But most car owners aren't thrilled about the idea of corporations collecting their data and making money off of it. So how can automakers get past this consumer resistance? On AutoLine this week, John is joined by three experts on this topic, and here's what they had to say. Part of it's certainly an educational aspect, but, but really importantly is what's, what's in it for me, the customer, right? What's my benefit? Is my dealer experience better? Do I save money on insurance, right? Do I get a discount when I go to the, you know, get the coffee? Um, so, so it's going to be what's the in that perspective what's the driver for me to opt in right as john mm -hmm. said very clearly it's it's customers are first there are countries and regions of the world that has very specific data privacy data rights data, data that's movement. a great point different parts of the world you're going to face different regulations data movement aspects so there's a cloud platform and a policy management aspect that the technology providers like a, like a delphi and oems like mm -hmm. a, like a general motors need to be able to support and maintain uh, which, is, which is very complex and very difficult, so that's a, that's a real challenge. Uh, but it's going to be a customer value. What's the customer value for opt-in? We were talking earlier, as, as, this, as this group in advance, people are already doing it with their mobile phones. They're opting in, whether they recognize it or not, how much data they're sharing about their location, their use, the information. And so some of that, the, the automotive side, the industry is going to, I think, do a better job of really what the awareness is and the tracking, and, and so customer, yeah. customer enabled. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Customer value driver. I agree with you on that. I think that our, our philosophy at General Motors is, and I've mentioned it a couple times, we want our customers to be in control of their data, and we, because with that comes, they're able to get value from it, but the value exchange has to be mutual, and so they have to see, I know exactly what data is being collected, I know how it's being used, and I agree to that. And so what you see from us is a very overt um, presentation of any time data is gonna be collected, exactly what's being collected, why, and what, what's going to be done with it. And the customer always has the choice to either opt in or opt out. And I'm sure you've probably seen what we've seen in studies we've done that a very, very high percentage of individuals actually do opt in. They do. They do. They do. To learn more about the monetization of data, you can watch that entire show on our website, autoline.tv, or on our YouTube channel. But that's it for today. Thank you for watching, and have a great weekend.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.